Hello and welcome to livealittlehigher.com. Today we finish learning the book Duties of the Heart, the Hovos Halevavot, the two volumes of this monumental work of Rabbi Bahia Ibn Pakuda from Zaragoza, Spain. And uh, I have mixed feelings for one, one side. I'm very sad to finish teaching this, this book, which while I taught it to you, I learned it too. And um, so I'm sad to let it go. On the other hand, I'm very happy that we have accomplished this. It's been six years uh, since we began with the gate of unity of God. And um, I feel immense uh, gratefulness, uh, really, Hashem Kitov, that He gave me the ability to, to impart to you uh, the best way I could what I learned from this, this Sefer, which has really, uh, I hope, made you grow in your connection with Hashem, but it has really impacted my life in a very, very big way. Uh, this book I started teaching because the, the gate that is the most important gate or the most known gate of this book is uh, Shar HaBitachon, the gate of trust, which is something that has become very relevant in our days of uh, learning how to trust Hashem. But I took, I, when I was looking at it, I felt like you cannot teach this gate without knowing the, the other gates because they all go hand in hand. So it's all in the website, it's all in YouTube, it's recorded, it's in the podcast. If you want to review them in, later on, they're always there. And today I give immense thanks to Hashem and to you to keep up with me and to learn with me. And uh, I hope that with this, this, this achievement that we have come to, 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 to accomplish takes us into higher learning and higher places. So today, uh, to finish off this beautiful book, in the Gate of Love of God, in chapter seven, uh, Rabbi Nubahia, he says, Choose for yourselves that which leads you to salvation and to a sound religious and secular life. Saying, choose. You have a choice to choose. You can choose your life. You're not bounded. You're not uh, grounded. You're not uh, imposed to live in a certain way. This is how everybody's doing it and everybody's living by these uh, ways of thinking. Today, there's so many weird ways of thinking that which we see how they don't bring anything good to, to humanity uh, the other way around. Choose, choose to, to find a, a balanced life in your life in which you can have a connection to Hashem and also be part of the world and be cognizant of the need for so he says, discipline to desist from your base habits. Like you need discipline in your life to be able to get rid, or not get rid, but to contain your 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 animalistic needs. And be ever aware of the need for diligence. We need to be diligent. We need to have alacrity in our lives in matters of your later end. Make the intellect your ruler. Don't let your emotions take over you. And this is what I see today. Like people are all emotions, emotions, emotions. I'm not saying that you cannot listen to your feelings and feelings are not important, but feelings have to be something that are proper. 
So there's feelings that are just not proper feelings. So your intellect is the one that will rule and will tell you, okay, this feeling is, is, is proper. This feeling is not proper. This is a, a righteous feeling. This is not a righteous feeling. And then he says, humility, let humility be your vizier, viceroy, like you're, you're the one that takes hold of you and wisdom your guide and abstinence your friend and proceed as steadily and patiently in acquiring the virtues as your condition permits beware of excessiveness and this is something that he repeats and repeats throughout the whole books two books that um, a person that lives in excess is really a, a, a killer of the neshama and in moderation not, not proceeding gra gradually otherwise you will be lost for too much oil in a lamp extinguishes the light so yes we have to be balanced we cannot have too much of here too much of there too much of anything is not good it, it makes us crazy we have to be normal people i remember once uh, someone was going with a carriage in jerusalem with a baby and they meet this great rabbi a very very big haham i think it was rabbi levine Ariel Levine, who was known as the Tzaddik of Jerusalem, and the, the man stopped the rabbi and he says, can you please bless my children to be a great person? And the rabbi looked at him and says, no, you don't want that. I'm going to bless him to be a normal person. You want to be a normal person. You don't want to be a crazy person. You want to be a normal person. So beware of becoming negligent, slothful, or sluggish. Be careful not to, to be a person that becomes like doesn't care. I don't know and I don't care. Uh, to be a person that is... Uh, is a sluggish, a person that has no, no love of life, no, no joy de vivre. Let one energetic effort succeed another, that you be a person that's always achieving energy, you have energy within you, you're happy, you're inspired, you're a person that uh, is looking forward tomorrow, and this should bring you to success, and each success that you achieve should bring you to another success. And, um, and follow each degree of virtue with the one that comes after it. And do not fall to examine your heart and to make an accounting with, with yourself continuously. Like we have to once a week, maybe, or a little bit every night, just stop and look at your day, make a, an accounting of your day, what, what things I did that matter today, what did I do that I lost my time. Like be, be your own uh, accountant and take up the study of, of this book of mine, read it, review it its themes, keep it in mind, its principles, investigate its branches, the continuality, the continuity is very important. You have to have continuity in your life, you have to have a, an order in your life, to be learning always. He hears, his, he, he prescribes this book, which I really recommend, you all get it, it's called The Duties of the Heart. It's two volumes. Today there's many, many different. There's one, The Gate of Trust, which is about the Gate of Trust. It has beautiful commentaries. But the original Duties of the Heart, it's good to go through it once in a while or every day, learn a little bit of it. In that way, you'll keep growing. And But do not expect to attain this without first emptying your heart of worldly worries and distractions and even rejecting them. So it says that when a person is so worried about everything, he can't grasp anything. And he says, he, he compares, it, compares it to a drunkard to be cured of wine. 
he cannot be cured from drinking wine until he's empty of it. Like when he has no wine at all, then he cannot be cured of it. And one of the pious said, had we a sense of shame before the creator, we would not remember the love of the creator while still drunk on the wine of love of the world. So if you are so uh, drunk with the, with the materiality, with the world, with excess, with all this, then you cannot have a shame. You cannot be sh have shame to do things that are not okay. And so when your body is not engaged in them, for when you are in a physical seclusion, you still require spiritual isolation. As your thought is caught up in the affairs of the world, even if physical, physically you are free and not engaged in them. So demand this of yourselves always, because we have to be careful. Sometimes maybe you're doing something very spiritual, but your head is full of physical. And endeavor to drive worldly desires from your heart and replace them with matters of your final home and the duties of your heart. So what it's saying is, try every day to, to drive away those worldly desires and remember always where's your real home. What is your true, true home? You're not, this is not our true home, this is only a, a journey. We're in a journey getting to a destination. So always focus on the destination, never forget where you're going. I remember once there, there was a man called Mendel Futefas and this, I heard a story of him. He was incarcerated in Siberia. And one day there was a guy in the Siberia also that was also incarcerated. And he was one of those rope uh, walkers that walk in the circus in the rope. And uh, he said, you know what? I'm gonna bring some joy to these people. They're all so depressed. I'm gonna walk the rope. So he took a rope and he put it from one tree to the next and he did a whole show for them. And this uh, Reb Mendel Futefas, who was a very, very uh, big uh, haham, like Torah scholar, after he saw this show, he went up to him and says, tell me, how do you do it? How, don't you fall? how do you get from one side to the other with not falling? So he says, it's very simple. When you start walking the rope, you have to look at your destination. Don't take off your eyes from your destination because if you take your eyes off from your destination, even from one, one second, you look somewhere else, you're gonna go down, you're gonna fall. So the, the same thing Rabbi Bahia is telling us here is like, don't forget where you're going. You're not here to stay. You're, you have a place to get to. Don't forget where you're going. Re review them continually in your mind. Through them, you will attain the favor of the creator. May he be exalted who will cause his presence to enlighten you. So it says is when we put our effort, Hashem gives us light. He helps us and he will accept your good deeds and forgive your sins. And you will find grace in his sight. As it says, I love those who love me and those who seek me will, will find me. This is in Mishlei and in Shmuel, and he says, for those who honor me, I will honor and those who, those who disgrace me, I will, be, I will dishonor. So we have finished, then he ends up reminding us of, of, of the, the 10 trophies he gave us, the 10 gates, which are the unity of God, which is in this one he says, my son, devote your soul solely to your rock by acknowledging the unity of the one God, your creator, is, is to remember that we're one, that Hashem is everything, that God is not something that is separate, it's part of us. Then we have the gate of reflection, which talked about uh, 
the the search and the and, and the search of, of God to look for him to wander to look at his wonders to understand and um, let us understanding and true religious feeling to to be your support then we have the, the the gate of serving God with fear God always keep his testimonies and statutes that you step never faltered by serving him and this is this week we're reading Parashah Mishpatim, which is, talks about the laws that God gives us and how we have to walk in his ways. And then we have the famous gate of trust, Shar Habitahon, which talks about a, of confidence, of, of, of imbues us with, with assurance and trusting in Hashem, that he's the rock of our salvation and that he's always there for us. And then we have wholehearted devotion of all acts, with a pure heart, fulfill his status for his sake. Do not curry favor with your contemporaries. It's like that we do the things for Hashem, we do with a full heart. Then we learn the gate of humility, which is to observe that the end of one form of dust is to return to dust. Be lowly for sand and clods of earth are your dwelling places to remind us that we, we have to be humble that uh, modesty and humbleness are really the most beautiful attributes. Uh, pride and arrogance are terrible. They're neshama killers. And so to always walk humbly and remember where we came from and where we're going. And then we have the gate of repentance, the gate of tshuva, which is the, it's the voice of, of reason. This is the one that tells you, it tells you, okay, you're going in the wrong direction. You have to repent, go back to who you are. And then we had the, self of, the gate of self-accounting in which we probed with wisdom concerning the ways of God in an honest and forthing accounting in your meditation and in your thoughts. It's to be honest with yourself, to not fool yourself, don't fool others and don't fool Hashem. Don't fool yourself, you're not fooling anybody. So then we came to the gate of abstinence, which talked about how we have to really uh, use the material world for Hashem and, and, and to, to use what we need for Hashem. But if, if it's excess, we, we should like really get rid of excess in our lives. It's not a, it's very counterproductive. And love of God, which is the last gate that we just learned, is when then by your love, you will see the face of the living God and your soul will be devoted solely to your rock. That by loving Hashem, we will be able to have that shining light in our faces and we will walk in Hashem's ways because we'll do it out of love for Him. And He ends up saying, crowned and completed praise to the Creator. So, Baruch Hashem, thank God that we were able to learn this. It's a jewel. And may we, Hashem, give us the strength, we should give us blessing to be able to live a life in which these teachings are not only teachings, but they are us. This is how we live. This is how we think. This is how we behave. And in this way, we will be meritorious to receive the ultimate Geula with the coming of Mashiach and the world will be able to come to its ultimate purpose, which is perfection. So I wish you a blessed week and remember, live a little higher. Thank you.